uh, welcome back. This is attorney Alan Edmonds, your host on these podcasts. And today we have a blockbuster. I dive into a very controversial subject, one that most people uh, don't want to address, um, and one that needs to be discussed because the conduct of certain agencies of the federal government relative to security clearances is deplorable. And uh, what has happened is a very, very um, concerted, intentional effort on the part of some agencies when reviewing security clearance denials that is, uh, in my opinion, in violation of the national security uh, adjudicative guidelines, commonly referred to as uh, 5220.6 or the directive, so often referred to as 5220.6, that lists the 13 guidelines upon which people can be denied uh, a security clearance or have a security clearance revoked. My law firm, the Edmonds Law Firm, has been helping people like you for over 46 years with all kinds of security clearance questions and problems. We offer services from initial consultation through uh, reviews of statement of reasons called SORs. We also help clients with supplemental information requests, SIRs, as well as uh, the formal response to SOR, hearings, appeals, uh, whatever is involved in a security clearance that affects your job and your clearance. Any actions such as notice of proposed actions from your agency to you we come alongside our clients nationally and help them. And we've been doing this for a long time. We're very aggressive lawyers, and we're happy to help you. Today's podcast is about agencies that, in my opinion, ignore the mitigating factors. As you know from previous podcasts, the uh, National Security Adjudicative Guidelines are 13 bases for re, uh, reasons that the federal government can file a revocation action or deny you a security clearance. And uh, they range from criminal activity to protecting classified information, uh, use of information technology, uh, alcohol, drugs, uh, you name it. The criminal activity is uh, a huge guideline, psychological conditions guideline I. And we've discussed them all uh, at length in these podcasts over the last year. I've told you the most prevalent and popular reason for the government to deny a security clearance is guideline F, financial considerations, followed by guideline B, foreign influence and foreign preference. But what happens when a clearance is revoked or denied is that you have a right to an appeal, and that appeal can be in writing or it can be uh, orally. Uh, when you present your arguments either through a video platform such as WebEx or Microsoft Teams, or you appear in person at DOHA, Doha, Defense Office of Hearings and Appeals on the East Coast or West Coast, they really aren't encouraging personal appearances, that is, Doha is not, uh, in other states and other major cities. There are a few exceptions, but generally they're going to deny you the right to have a personal appearance away from the two main centers in California and in Arlington, Virginia. Um, 
you can take the judge to task on that. That would be uh, a discussion for another podcast. But uh, today I want to talk about the agencies that ignore the mitigating factors uh, in the adjudicative guidelines that are required for these agencies to consider when they are sitting uh, in a review hearing setting, when a person has said, I want to appeal the lower decision to deny my clearance and I want to do it in a hearing, either on Microsoft Teams or WebEx, I want to appear at a hearing or I want to appear in person. The trier of fact, which can be a judge if it's at Doha, or it can be a panel if it's at a certain agencies such as NGA or NRO, or DIA, just to name a few of the uh, worst offenders, in my opinion. There are agencies that uh, will allow you to appear. They will allow you to present their case. And then when it's done, you'll receive a decision within two to four weeks. If it's the uh, CIA or FBI, it's going to be months. But you'll receive a decision that says uh, you failed to mitigate and your appeal has been denied. No matter what you present at some of these agencies, uh, the most notorious is DIA, Defense Intelligence Agency, and uh, NRO. No matter what you present, it will never uh, win the day and you will be denied. And I can see the eyes rolling and the government officials getting all uh upset by this, but numbers don't lie. Just look at the statistics following hearings before NRO, DIA, DOE, NNSA, and you'll see that what I'm saying is absolutely correct. Um, Maybe one in a hundred appeals from personal appearances are uh, granted, but by and large, these agencies, because nobody is watching them except Alan Edmonds. Nobody is reporting things to the uh, Department of Defense, the Deputy Department of Defense Director. Uh, nobody's reporting them except me. And I have taken it upon myself uh, to advocate on behalf of you, uh, Applicants for security clearance, whether you're a DOD employee or a DOD contractor or you're a veteran, I have taken it upon myself to bring this matter to the attention of certain agencies and individuals on Capitol Hill, as well as the White House, because what they're doing is wrong and nobody has, there's no check and balance. These agencies are acting with total autonomy and nobody except perhaps an inspector general uh, review or the Department of Justice. And my law firm will involve both of those entities to correct this behavior that is highly prejudicial, improper, and denies applicants the benefit of the adjudicative guidelines. These guidelines are promulgated to allow an applicant some form of due process. Obviously, the concerns of the national security always win the day, but you are allowed under the adjudicative guidelines to present matters in mitigation. And if you do so, 
and you've done a good job, then you should receive a favorable result and your clearance should be uh, restored and uh, you're back at work. But with certain agencies such as DIA and NRO and NNSA, uh, that doesn't occur. That does not occur. And uh, the deliberations are in private. You're never aware of them. And uh, you don't know what evidence they're looking at. I have uncovered some outrageous behavior. I'm not going to name the agency where one panel member was calling up people before a hearing privately and uh, pretending to be a administrative judge and asking them uh, for information. Um, other times we've had panel members sitting on favorable information that was uh, not provided initially to the applicant appellant. And uh, many times you people go into these hearings yourself, you totally trust the individuals that are sitting across the table from you, but you don't realize you haven't been given all the information that they have. Some of it is exculpatory. That means it could be in your favor. And you don't know that because they haven't given it to you and you don't know how to formally request it. So these hearings are, um, it's like a, a, a loaded deck. It's, uh, there are a lot of things against you when you go to these hearings. And for the unexperienced, untrained mind, um, there's no way for you to prevail. You can call the Edmonds Law Firm at 800-481-2526, and that's what we're here for. We're a national law firm. We handle security clearance matters and military upgrade matters, as well as MSPB and uh, debarments, as well as GOMOR, G-O-M-O-R, actions against active duty. It's very important that you do a formal response. Many of you think that writing a simple letter of one or two pages is going to win the day and it doesn't, it falls short, and you just exhausted an opportunity to win the case. The Edmonds Law Firm has won on numerous occasions with just the written submission, saving our clients uh, the unnecessary expense of going to a formal hearing. We're one of the only law firms that says, give us a chance to present a written response with the government and see if they will... Uh, withdraw the SOR based on our written response, which is anywhere from 20 to 30 pages. We spend a lot of time uh, working with our clients and putting together a very powerful written response to notice of proposed actions or statement of reasons or letter of intent, an LOI. So the Edmonds Law Firm is here for you at 800-481-2526. We want to continually represent your interests and be a voice in Washington, D.C. for you and for those people that have never had a voice. They've always felt that the federal government was too big for them to deal with, and um, they didn't question some of the policies and practices in the security clearance process and thereby they were uh, mistreated. Uh, they were not given an opportunity for a fair and impartial hearing. And many uh, times the evidence that they presented was being discounted or not even considered. So that's what I'm here for. Attorney Alan Edmonds, call me with your questions. 
I love your questions. You can email me at uh, nationalsecurityclearances.com as the website, and you'll see our uh, email address and contact information. Or call me at 800-481-2526. Thank you for listening.